Spotify are about to significantly change the way that they pay for streams for independent artists. Or at least that's what the internet's been screaming about for the last couple of weeks. We're going to break down all the details of this and remove the drama and just talk about the facts because it's not quite as dire as many folks are making it sound. Hello, my name is Pete Johns. This is the Studio Live Today podcast. If you'd like to learn more about what we do around here, you can head over to studiolivetoday.com. My goal around here is to help folks like you create, record and release your best music. So yes, I have a vested interest in independent artists getting their music out there and, you know, getting paid the fair royalties for when people stream your stuff. And this news has got a lot of people upset because it seems that Spotify are going to make some changes. But here's the thing. These are secondhand information. The, the stuff that we're getting through here is uh, based on an article. I'm going to link the article down below. I highly suggest you read it. It's pretty good. It's got a lot of detail in there. But this is what folks who have been talking to Spotify have heard from Spotify. Now, does that mean it's true or not true? I'm not here to judge on that. But just keep that in mind. These aren't official announcements from Spotify. They don't have all of the details in them, but the internet is reacting as if Spotify have just come in and said, we're going to take all your money away. So keep that in mind right up front. I'd also like to say that I work here, it was Studio Live today, is sponsored by DistroKid, who are a distributor. Now, they're not directly related to Spotify, but obviously there's, an on, there's a relationship there where I promote the fact that people should get their music out there to the world, to all the different streaming platforms, to Amazon, to Tidal, to Deezer, and to Spotify. And uh, I recommend folks do that through DistroKid, and DistroKid are a paid sponsor of this channel. So I wanted to put that right up there on Front Street before we get into this. So... What are the changes? Let's give you the breakdown. Let's go with the three-minute version here, and then I'm going to tell you what I think about it, some of the things that we need to consider here about what's going on. So the, the changes come into sort of three different areas. The one that's getting the most attention is around the fact that Spotify have apparently, allegedly said that they will no longer be paying independent artists unless they reach a certain threshold. Now, that threshold hasn't been revealed, hasn't been reported on, it's been speculated on. Some folks are saying 200 streams, some folks are saying 1,000 streams. No one's clear about whether that's per day, week, month, year or lifetime. But the bottom line is that what Spotify have said is that they want to put more money back into what they're calling working artists. So artists and creators who are relying on this as revenue and income. And what's been kind of garnered from that is that they want to then take that away from folks who are maybe not making a lot of money for royalties. So if you're an independent artist and you're releasing a song every month and you're only getting 100 streams, the idea would be that until you hit whatever that threshold is, you won't actually get paid any of those royalties. Now, some people are saying, well, that's 20 cents anyway, so what does it really matter? But what if you got a hundred songs that are making 20 cents per month? That starts to actually be a significant payment. And the, the again, a lot of other folks are saying that isn't this like a big middle finger to independent artists? Because what you're saying is that we're going to just basically take your money away from any streams you get and just hand it back to people that are already getting more streams than you. Isn't this just placating to the record labels and the industry and giving independent creators the shaft. 
let me know what you think about that. If you're watching the video version, uh, you can leave a comment or if you're watching the live premiere of this, uh, let me know in the chat because I'm interested to hear what you think about this. Obviously, it's very emotive whenever these things happen. Look, I've been through a lot of these things with different things with YouTube and other things and you can actually relate this almost directly to YouTube because YouTube went through a very similar thing. If you're not aware, when YouTube started offering monetization for videos, they offered it to everyone, anyone, yeah, you. You could release, you could have seven subscribers and you could get a viral video and you could apply to be part of the YouTube Partner Program and ads would run on your video and you would get paid for those. YouTube put in a thing saying recently, you need to have at least a thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time before you can join the Partner Program, before ads will be run on your videos, before you'll actually get paid. So this is similar. To that. This is saying that Spotify will now say, instead of Pete Johns getting 20 streams, he gets his 0.02 cents, he gets paid out his two cents for his 20 streams. That's not good mathematics. This is saying that unless Pete Johns actually gets whatever arbitrary minimum threshold is, Pete Johns will get paid a goose egg, zero, zip, bupkis. So, is that great? On the surface, no, uh, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later. The other things that are changing. So uh, there's there's three things, and again, read the article, folks. I've, I've seen too many videos of folks who have just flown off the handle who have clearly not taken the 10 minutes to read the article, and I recommend that you do so before you, you jump into it. Uh, noise artists. Now, we're not talking about, you know, industrial noise artists here. We're talking about creators who put out things like sleep sounds, like uh, white noise, um, all of the, like maybe even some lo-fi stuff. What Spotify are doing is that they're actually going to crack down on people who are putting out these these tracks because what's happened is that uh, people have become very smart and instead of releasing their stuff as five-minute or ten-minute tracks and then say an album is ten five-minute tracks, 50 minutes, that's your, your sleep sound album, they'll release them in 31-second chunks with the absolute primary purpose of getting paid more royalties. So if you think about it this way, Spotify have this 30 second minimum for a stream to be counted as a stream, as a monetized play. And again, because people are smart, as soon as you put rules in place, people will say, how can we, how can we work around these rules? How can we leverage the rules to actually benefit ourselves? So what have a lot of these creators done? Well, they've, they've created works of art, uh, and I use the term loosely, art there, of 31 seconds and a lot of 31 second chunks. So you can see exactly what's happening here, that if you have 30 minutes of music in 30 second chunks... That's like a hundred. That's a hundred chunks. Whereas it should probably be five or six chunks. So you're getting paid an awful lot more. So Spotify haven't, again, because it's, he said, they said, she said, we haven't actually heard what that will mean. Will it be one minute, two minutes? I don't know. Because, you know, there's some punk, some legitimate punk songs that are like one minute 20. Some of my songs are under two minutes. So I'm hoping that it's not going to be like three minute minimum, two minute songs don't count anymore because that would kind of be a little bit sucky. But that's definitely something that is going to be changed. The third thing that they've said, and I realize now I said three minutes, I've already taken about five, apologies for that. The third thing, the details of the third thing, is that they want to crack down on illegitimate streams and promotion. Now, 
If you've been on the internet anytime recently, you've experienced this. Whether you know you have or not, you've probably seen this. You've seen things like stream teams. You've seen things like get a thousand plays or get a thousand followers for just $19.99. Just join this or, hey, drop your fire beats in the comments of this Facebook group post. And then you comment and then you get a direct message into your inbox from someone you never heard of offering a service that's going to get you promoted. Now, let's let's be clear on this. There is legitimate promotion and that is where a company will pay. You pay a company to promote your music. They've got ins with radio stations. They've got ins with playlist creators. They can actually get you heard in different places. And then there's the vast majority of what you're going to see out there, which are these uh, companies and businesses that are promoters that are simply going to either be pay to play. So you pay them and then they pretend that they've got a thousand different playlist placements and really they don't do much or the really bad ones where they actually just create fake plays fake streams, fake followers, and they do that through a number of ways, either through bots, so robots, AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning, that is becoming a big thing as well, there's a lot of botted plays that are happening, or they just pay people in developing countries to literally sit there and stream a whole bunch of music, and you might be thinking, oh, but can they detect this? Because, and again, like everything, like everything that becomes an exploitation of a platform or a system or an algorithm it's like cat and mouse. So Spotify basically said, we're, we're sick of this. <laughs> we're sick of paying out for streams. And we're sick of people rising to the top and becoming popular, not based on legitimate humans digging their music, but based on them paying a third party to get themselves fake streams, botted streams, plays from stream teams. So they're going to crack down on that. They already are, but here's the thing. What happens now is, let's just say your creator, your creator X, your, your, your Pete Johns, let's just use me, say I'm Pete Johns, and say I'm desperate to get popular. And I, instead of going, hey, I'm happy with my 100, 200 plays, I want to get 2,000 plays. So I pay one of these promoters to get me 2,000 plays. Let's not ask too many questions about where those plays come from. Let's just pay the money and get the plays. Spotify are pretty smart these days. That's are all the other streaming platforms. That's is YouTube. Don't do this, folks. If I can just pause and editorialize for a moment, don't do this. It's not worth it. You will get caught. And what's happened today is that when folks have been caught doing this, they've been kicked off the platform. Their distributor gets told, you got to remove this person. All your music goes away and you'll get a nice email from your distro kid, your tune call, your CD baby saying, dear artist, we have been informed by Spotify that you, your songs have been getting uh, illegal or, or incorrect plays. We would like to inform you that we will no longer be accepting future music for, from you and all of your current music has been removed in, like indefinitely. You, you can't come back. So it, it is, it's really serious. The thing that's being changed here or being talked about is along with that, they're going to add in some fines. And you might be thinking this is just, you know, dodgy McGee on Facebook Marketplace or in the Facebook group that just wants to make a quick 20 bucks from a sucker. No, 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 no. There are, there are networks of this stuff. There are big corporate, not corporations, there are big businesses that are actually doing this. And it goes, right, like most things, it trickles its way all, up to, all the way up to the top. Not saying that every label and every promoter and every artist is doing this, but it happens. There are artists that have become artificially popular because here's the thing, the, the, the artists 
play at a venue and the venue says, you can only play at this venue if you've got a thousand Instagram followers and at least a hundred thousand streams on Spotify. So they go, radio, let's get ourselves some uh, some followers and some some streams. So they go out and pay for it and then they get the, the gig at the venue. And then maybe they're legitimately good and they get popular and yeah, and ends justifies the mean. No, not really. But that's what a lot of people are thinking. So yeah, it's happening everywhere. Labels are because remember there's thousands of labels out there from like, the, you know, the Sony polygram like right at the top level to independent label that's just been created by some dude in his basement. So a lot of these uh, are coordinated efforts from quote-unquote labels and producers and promoters to actually get their artists to bubble to the top. Well, guess what? Spotify are jack of it, and they've said we will be fining. So not only will we be penalising and removing the music, we'll actually be fining those companies, those businesses that are working with us. If we find that you're doing the wrong thing, do the right thing by us. If we find you're doing the wrong thing, we'll not only kick you off, but we're actually going to have penalties and fines. So there's your three things. You're no longer going to get paid if you're an independent creator below their working artist threshold. They're cracking down on these noise creators that are chopping up all of their songs into 31 second chunks just so they can get paid a few extra streams sometimes significantly extra streams, and they're going to crack down. They're going to penalise, fine, and publicly humiliate. Well, maybe not the last one, but they're going to have penalties in place for labels, for creators, for publishers, for promoters who are actually doing the wrong thing in terms of getting fake streams, fake follows, and the like. That's it. And again, let, let, let's reiterate that this has not been, this, isn't, this is not a press release from Spotify. This is not a video that Spotify have put out. This is not even a leaked Spotify document. This is what one report has said that people that have been talking with Spotify have been told. So you've got to take that with a grain, shaker, or perhaps entire mountain of salt because we don't know. And when are these changes happening? Well, apparently from quarter one, and we're talking the quarter one that means January. So we're here in November 2023, if you're watching or listening to this podcast at the time. So, you know, we're talking November, December, January, they'll start making these changes. Let's start breaking this down and talking about impacts. I'm just going to have a drink from my studio live today mug because I'm nothing if not a shill for my own brand. And I wanted to start with this because I alluded to it at the start that I've watched video after video, listened to commentary after commentary, read article after article, slamming Spotify and talking about how this is the worst thing for independent artists ever. It's going to make people stop creating. It's going to make people stop releasing their music with distributors. I mean, will that happen? Could that happen? Sure. But is that not like putting the cart before the horse, overreacting to secondhand information that we haven't actually had confirmed before it's even changed? A little bit. And I just wanted to point out here, look, I'm not having a go at any, I'm not going to mention any specific creator. In fact, I saw a video from Damien Keys. Damien Keys is a really good music YouTube creator. And yes, he has his Damien Keys Music Academy. He he sells things, right? He, he, he will do videos so that you sign up to his stuff. A lot of people do. It's It's a very common thing. But he actually had really good information. He did a video where it just laid it all out. Here's what's happening. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, here's what it means. And he was very reasoned. 
And then there've been creators that have come straight out and wanted to clearly get the clicks. They've had the clickbait title, they've had the clickbait thumbnail, and hey, who knows, maybe the title and thumbnail of this one will be like, Spotify dooms independent creators, and a picture will be like, probably not quite like that. It'll more likely be Spotify changes, uh, all the facts, none of the drama. Because that's what I'm all about. I don't like the drama. I don't want the drama. So yeah, there's been creators that have actually been leveraging this, and Need I point out the hypocrisy of coming out against a business trying to make more money by making changes to the way they do business, and then a creator who is a business trying to make money from advertising revenue or from selling products on YouTube or another platform, uh, coming out and, and bagging the company for wanting to make money? Like it, it's a little bit, it's a little bit creepy, isn't it, to say the least? To, to say that, and look, I'll, I'll be the first to admit. Hopefully. The hypocrisy is not uh, is not floating across to me because, yes, this is my full-time job. I'm a full-time content creator. There are ads that run on this channel. You're probably seeing one right now. But I, I, I don't want to just come out here and say that, oh, it's really bad that this business wants to make money when I'm making money. So I, I give them a little bit of a, a little bit of a pass there because again, you don't have to use them. It kind of it reminds me of the Apple versus Android or the Mac versus PC or the Pro Tools versus Logic Pro thing. You don't have to you have to use any of this stuff and you don't have to care about what other people choose to do. So if other people aren't angry about this stuff, that's okay. That's their prerogative. If you are angry about it, that's okay too but maybe just sort of wrench it down a couple of notches and don't get this you know, everyone else lathered up in the community and worrying about things that are happening. I mean, we, we as creators, we're natural overthinkers and worriers as it is. Don't don't play into that stereotype and get all of us all worried because if I, if I didn't know better, if I didn't know what I knew, what I knew and could put the filter of, uh, of BS across it, I would have been freaking out about this sort of stuff because guess what? My, my mission statement here at Studio Live today is to help you create, record and release your best music. Now, if it suddenly becomes absolutely irrelevant for creators to release their music and, and distribute their music, that's a big problem for me. But I don't think that's the case because there's other things, there's other ways around it, right? We have Bandcamp, we have SoundCloud, we have Slaps.com, we have YouTube, we have Instagram, we have TikTok, we have all the other platforms. Like this, here's the thing. Let's just say you don't agree with Spotify's decisions here. Did you know that you can sign up for Amazon, Deezer, Tidal, YouTube Music, Apple Music, and here's the dirty little secret. The catalogs are almost identical. There's very little that's going to be a Spotify exclusive that means that you have to use Spotify. A lot of people think that because Spotify's number one, they've got to use Spotify and everyone else doesn't have it. Yeah, guess what? The YouTube music library is almost identical to Spotify. The Apple music library is almost identical to Spotify. You can work around it. You don't have to use a particular company if you don't want to. Now, with your releases, I did see a video of someone talking about the fact that they release music with DistroKid. And yes, it can be challenging because whilst you can add your music, let's say you've released your music and you've chosen all the places, like if you use DistroKid or if you use any other distributor, usually you get to choose where you put your music. So let's say you put all your music out to all these platforms, including Spotify, and then you like want to remove it. Well, more often than not, you actually have to pull it down from everywhere 
and then re-release it just to the places you want it to go. And that has its own challenges in there in terms of maintaining... I've, I've done videos on this before. Usually it'll work fine. Usually you pull it down and then you put it back out and it all works fine. But a lot of these platforms get a little bit sensitive around repeated. Like if you try and re-release the exact same thing, they might start asking questions about that because, again... Because a lot of people try to work around the rules, I say through clenched teeth, uh, we've got this problem now where people are just releasing, trying to get on playlist. If it doesn't work, they pull their, their release down and then they re-release it. They try to get on playlist, doesn't work, they pull their release down. So places like Spotify have started identifying this and they've started saying no. So it, it can also be a challenge to try and get your music out there if you're trying to pull it down and put it back out there, which could be a problem. Although, if it's Spotify and you're taking it down and not putting it back there because that's your choice, then it might be a bit easier because it's all that same platform. And the other platforms don't seem to be quite as caring about this. So, um, what what do we think of the, the minimum thresholds here? So, is it, is it really okay not to pay people? Because YouTube did it. YouTube have been doing it for years and there was an initial backlash and then people got over it and now it's just par for the course. So is this going to be the same for this Spotify change? Will people initially go, oh, it's not fair and then go, oh, okay, I guess it's just what it is and then just keep doing our thing. There are implications of this for independent creators, obviously, because some will choose to no longer write their music if not just to Spotify, then perhaps to other places as well. Is that you? Are you going to remove your music from Spotify? Will you stop using someone like CD Baby or TuneCore or DistroKid to release your music? The flow on effect to distributors could actually be quite bad as well. Let's, let's be honest about this. Distributors make their money from either the release fees, so someone like CD Baby or TuneCore, you pay them when you release your music. Some of those distributors keep a percentage of the royalties you earn, it's another way they make money. Some distributors will actually take a, a small fee when you receive a payout. It's another way that they make money. If independent artists are no longer releasing, no longer subscribing, and no longer receiving payouts, that could have an impact, and it will. But it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Will you choose to actually pull your music down? Will you choose to take it again? It's, it's not all about Spotify. They're not the only game in town. Sure, they're the biggest and currently the most successful, but you know who else were the biggest and most successful? MySpace, Kodak. I mean, yeah, there's so many examples. I've only given you two. There's so many examples of things where there's been a market dominant and then there's not, and then someone else comes in. Uh, need I say Blockbuster Video and Netflix, right? Yeah, so if Blockbuster Video, Video made major changes to their operating model and everyone was really upset and changed what they were doing and then three years later Netflix came in and completely cut their lunch, why is Blockbuster relevant anymore? And who's to say that the same thing won't happen here? The relevance of Spotify hasn't actually been that long. It feels like Spotify have been owning this space for a long time. Hasn't been that long. And like I said, they've only just reached the point where they are profitable. They've been running at a loss for a long time, Spotify, um, because they've, they've been trying to keep up with the Apple Musics, the YouTubes, the Amazons, the Titles, the Deezers. There's plenty of competition out there, folks. So that's sort of, uh, that's number one thing there. So will it discourage artists from continuing? 
Potentially. I've already been approached by some people that have said, I'm leaving music releasing. And I said, could you please just wait until we actually get the real word? Wait until Spotify actually tell us what's happening. And that they're not going to flip-flop on this as well, because they probably didn't really intend for this information to be out there. Otherwise, they would have released it themselves. So they're obviously testing the waters. They're, they're potentially, again, speculation here. So allegedly, they're speaking to third parties, such as labels and creators that are at that sort of higher echelon, and they want to tell them the right things. They want to say, we're going to, we know that you're suffering, we know you're struggling, because the competition makes everyone get a smaller piece of the pie. So they've been saying to them, we've got this, and I think it was a billion dollars that they said that they want to get back into the pockets of working musicians, but at what cost? Until we get that information, I would say chill. I know, I know it's easy and sometimes fun to just go off on the deep end, but I would say to chill. Really enjoying my coffee from this uh, Studio Live Today mug, studiolivetoday.com slash merch, just saying. (laughs) So Spotify put out 3 million new songs per month. That's the other thing here, right? So what about the argument that the barrier to entry is too low? What if, what if you are, let, let's just play devil's advocate for a minute here, because even though you know my views on this, I think that everyone should be entitled to create, record and release their best music, and everyone starts at zero. So if your first song you release is an absolutely stellar, polished pop sensation, then that's okay, because you'll get there. Keep working at it, you'll get there. I don't think you should not release until you reach the right standard, because that's subjective, Who knows what the right standard is? For you, the standard's going to be different to me and it's going to be different to someone else. Every artist, every creator is someone's favourite and you only have to flick on the radio or throw on a a playlist or go to TikTok and hear some of the songs that are quote-unquote popular for me to go, wowzers, this is what popular music is these days. Not for me, clearly for other people. So anyone who's coming out and saying that the quality's so low, and look, is it different? Yes, because these days you can sign up for $23 a year to DistroKid and you can release a song today. Right here, right now. You can use GarageBand on your phone or your iPad. You can create a song. You can upload it and have it on Spotify in like three days' time. Anyone can do that. In the old days, back in the before time, the long, long ago, you couldn't do that. You had to record it. You had to have a studio. If a home studio, you had to spend a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort for a home studio. You couldn't just throw it on your laptop and get started. If before for home studios and home recordings, you needed to pay for studio time. You needed a recording engineer. You needed a mix engineer, a mastering engineer. You need to get duplications of tapes or CDs. It, it was a, a big barrier. As someone who grew up in the 90s, I had a band. We wanted to do a demo tape. It cost us about a thousand bucks. And that was doing it on the really cheap. That was using a, a a bloke who we went into his house and it smelt like pot and he had long hair, but he had an eight-track digital recorder and he was only charging 20 bucks an hour. And we spent about $200 making a demo tape. And then we spent $500 to get like a hundred of them duplicated. Those were the days. These days, we don't have that barrier. You can just get your music and get it out there. So... I find it difficult to have a lot of sympathy or, or play the devil's advocate for too long because the other thing is, uh, a lot of numbers have been banded about, but it's speculated that we're talking at about 0.5 to 1% of the total revenue, of the total payouts 
Like all of it, it's the very definition of making a mountain out of a molehill on both sides. Because uh, does Spotify really care that, oh, we, we've really got to get that 0.5% and take it from these independent artists. We don't want to, we don't want to pay out 14 cents to Pete Johns because that's 14 less cents that Justin Timberlake gets in his lunchbox. Why is he getting paid in his lunchbox? I don't know. But yeah, you get the gist here, right? Yeah, I, I think, I think you could, you're smart people. I believe in you. I think you can extrapolate this out and see what I'm saying here. Uh, let's talk about uh, Spotify themselves. So they've started increasing prices, but yeah, guess what? So have everyone else. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but it's a cost of living crisis going on around here. Yeah, the inflation rates across the world are super high. Things are going up and up and up, um, which is bad on the surface, but maybe it's good because if you are, because here's the thing. Spotify can't pay with money that they don't have. And what a lot of people fail to realize is that you see these things banded about like 0.02 cents per stream. That's not really relevant because the way Spotify actually works is pool of money, pool of artists and songs being streamed. It's not like one stream equals this amount. It's more like Spotify get in billion dollars, put 800 million of that into covering the costs and covering wages 200 million left chop up between artists based on how popular you are, how many plays you're actually getting. So yeah, it is a, it's very different from what people actually think in terms of, oh, they should be paying more. And I know, I get it. But here's the thing. I put this to, to someone the other day. I was chatting on a Facebook group and someone originally posted one of the fairly dramatic <laughs> videos about this situation. And I watched it and I said, look, yeah, I get it. I understand it, but I also understand that back in the day, I bought five CDs a month on average, four to five CDs a month, usually one a week. I wasn't making much money, especially as a student and in my early 20s, so I'd buy five CDs. Here in Australia, they were $30 each, $30, and we're talking like 30 years ago. So I'd spend $150 a month on music. And now, yeah, you, you have to pay for the, the bricks and mortar stores and the distribution and the, the, there's a lot of stuff in there. But these days, I, I can pay 20 bucks a month. Here in Australia, about $20 a month for, for Spotify or for YouTube Music or for Apple Music, you name it. It's between $15 and $20 a month. And that's for unlimited everything. <laughs> that I could listen to 10 times as much music. And I kind of do. Because when you've only got a couple of hundred CDs, guess what? You're listening to something from those couple of hundred CDs. You're probably going back and listening to older stuff. These days, I'll just say, hey, Shlomo, please play a playlist of 90s grunge tunes. And I'll kick back and listen to old Pearl Jam and Nirvana and Alice in Chains and Soundgarden songs that I probably own on CDs. And then they'll play some Green River and then they'll play some Blink-182 and maybe it's stuff I never actually bought. But I got it now because I'm renting it because it's a stream. So I say all that to say that things are different. Things will change and things will continue to change. And the thing is, you kind of got a couple of options here. Look, am I saying that Look, don't rage against the machine? Just let the man take us down. Just sit back and uh, let the establishment just dominate us and don't ever stand up for you. But no, of course not. If you believe in this, if you have strong opinions on this, you go your hardest, but other people will be different. Other people will react differently, and that's okay. If you want to be dramatic, you go and be dramatic, I'll tell you what. So uh, that, is, that is what we've 
not have got for you here today. I, I wanted to give you all of the information as it stands. I wanted to reiterate that this is all still a work in progress, folks, that jumping at shadows and getting into soon and making your decisions before you have complete information is usually not the best idea. So I would just hit the pause button on this, this topic at the moment, consider your options, wait to see what happens, and then when you have all the information, you can make a confirmed and informed choice. But before that, hey, secondhand information, folks. It's it's not set in stone. And we've seen plenty of companies where this has happened and things change. They'll go, oh, no, we weren't. We didn't mean that. No, we meant something completely. Of course, we're going to pay everyone fairly for the music that we stream. We'll see. Thank you for, for watching or listening. If you're here on the video version, please feel free to leave a comment, to hit the like button, and to, to make sure you're subscribed for all of the future videos. We talk music on this channel. I show you how to create, record, and release your best music, especially if you're an iPad or iPhone user with GarageBand or Logic Pro. And if you're listening on the audio version, if you'd like to leave a rating or a review on wherever you're listening to this, that would be appreciated as well. Don't forget, you can head to studiolivetoday.com, studiolivetoday.com slash merch if you want to get a cool mug like mine or a t-shirt. And uh, as we say, at the end of each and every show around here, please be kind to yourself, folks. Be kind to others. And most importantly, keep creating. I'll see you next time.